This is Good Hope FM News. Good morning. The two suspects arrested in connection with the theft of military weapons from Simonstown's naval base will appear in the local magistrate's court on Monday. They face charges of housebreaking, theft and illegal possession of property. The two men, aged 18 and 21, were arrested yesterday morning at their homes in Steenburg. They allegedly used military vehicles to remove heavy caliber machine guns, hand grenades and assault rifles from the base. Hawk spokesperson Lloyd Ramova would not confirm whether the suspects work for the SANDF and said it formed part of the investigation. He says most of the weapons have been recovered. The Fuel Retailers Association has appealed to oil companies to effectively communicate with it to allow its members to plan ahead at train union Sapawa's strike gets underway. The strike began yesterday at refineries and fuel depots after wage talks between the union and employers dread- deadlocked. The association CEO, Regis Beer, says they are deeply concerned about the effects of the strike in the petroleum sector. We are obviously very concerned, especially as business people, of the losses that might result as a result of the strike, especially the small service stations. They cannot survive even for a day without fuel. Effective communication between us and the oil companies is going to be very crucial so that we can also plan. The chairperson of the Cape Town Press Club, Brent Meersman, says the issues surrounding the seven reinstated SABC journalists remains unresolved. He was speaking at the press club's AGM in Newlands. The corporation employees returned to work yesterday following a Labour court order to reinstate them. They were dismissed for challenging the broadcaster's decision to ban visuals of the destruction of property during protests. Meersman says the atmosphere of fear that is reported to exist at the SABC does not bode well for journalists. It's one of the crucial aspects of a democracy and a good, objective, fair free press that has a healthy adversarial stance, who's able to interrogate the facts and able to interrogate government, including private enterprises who can report on corruption, whether it be in the public or the private sector. Wherever that kind of freedom is missing, where that freedom of debate and the facts are not available to people, democracy suffers. Earlier, the Communications Minister, Faith Mutambi, dismissed concerns that censorship had been implemented at the SABC. She addressed a community newspaper breakfast meeting in Pretoria yesterday. Mutambi says she doesn't understand why there's been a hype around alleged censorship at the SABC. The wife of the U.S. Republican presidential candidate, Donald Trump, has deleted her website. This comes after the U.S. media speculated over the accuracy of some of Melania Trump's claims. The BBC's Laura Bicker has the story. The U.S. media questioned whether the wife of the Republican nominee for president had a degree in architecture from a university in Slovenia, as her online biography stated. They got no response. Instead, her website disappeared. In a rare tweet, she said that the site was created in 2012 and has been removed because it does not accurately reflect her current business and professional interests. Last week, a staff member from the Donald Trump campaign had to apologise for taking remarks by Michelle Obama and using them in Melania Trump's speech to the Republican convention. For Good Hope FM News and Traffic, I'm Vicky McCallum.